Chris Miles was able to retire twice by the time he was 39 years old. But he's not content to just enjoy his own financial freedom and peace of mind. Chris wants you to have your own ripple effect so you can live free today. He's not the financial advisor you expected. He's the anti-financial advisor you deserve. He's jumping behind the mic right now, ready to make waves. Here's Chris Miles. Hello, my fellow Ripplers. This is Chris Miles, your cash flow expert and anti-financial advisor. Welcome to our show. It's for you and about you. Those that work so hard for your money and you want your money to start working harder for you now. You want that freedom, cash flow, and prosperity today, not 30 or 40 years from now, but right now to live that life that you love, doing what you love with those that you love. But guys, most importantly, about living a life of purpose and living a rich life because it's not just about being rich. It's about creating a ripple effect through the lives of others because as you're blessed financially and even before you're blessed financially, you too can be create a great impact and bless more lives. Guys, thank you so much for being a part of this show today. Thank you for tuning in, for binging, for sharing, for doing everything you guys do, for making this show amazing. And again, thank you again for subscribing on our YouTube channel. If you haven't done so, do that. Go to the YouTube channel, subscribe on the, the Money Ripples with Chris Miles page today. Hey guys, as a quick reminder, like as we're going into the new year here, I, just one more thing I would, I would also suggest is if you haven't done so, go use our passive income calculator as well at moneyripples.com. Use that, figure out what the number is. If it's 20,000 or less, great. There's some cool things you can do. If it's over 20,000, you should be talking to us. So be sure to go do that today. Hey guys, have you wanted to invest in real estate? How would it be if you could do that with just $100 and get good, consistent returns? Well, that's exactly what our friends at Pre-REO does, where they buy these properties in bulk and at discount, be able to turn around and sell them or, and or rent them to create profits. And they do this in the crowdsourcing all your monies together. And as a result, pay you a consistent 7% return on your money paid monthly. And on top of that, guys, you even get some liquidity options too. So even though you can have your money in there for years, you're allowed to be able to access that money sooner if you needed to. So if you're interested in being able to invest in real estate with just $100 or more, whether you're accredited or not, go ahead and reach out to our friends at www.prereo.com forward slash money ripples. That's prereo.com forward slash money ripples. Check them out. All right, guys. So uh, I want to talk about, of course, we're going into the Christmas season this week, right? And I really wanted to you know, share from the heart, you know, really share something special and be vulnerable, right? Because the truth is that all of us, like all of us struggle, all of us have hard times, right? We all have things going on. And a lot of times they're not as apparent or visible as other times, as, as other things are, right? I mean, for example, if someone is having a really hard time physically, right? Often, like if you're in a hospital, we see that, you know, but most of the time, the suffering that happens is stuff that we do in silence, Right. There could be an emotional pain. There could be things that people are going through. Somebody could be ending a marriage right now. And, and trust me, I've been through that. It is not a fun thing to be through. And right now they might need somebody who's understanding and willing to let them vent a little bit. You know, there's people right now that probably are struggling with health still, right? Uh, we, we still have people struggling with health of all forms. Uh, we've got people, of course, struggling with depression, uh, maybe even suicide. We've got people struggling financially, right? We got all kinds of of things going on in this world. And so the one thing we talk about is being a rippler, right? And being a rippler does not mean you're just out of the rat race. Again, this show has always been so much more than just getting you out of the rat race, right? Because if you just stop there, your life is an empty shell, 
yeah, great. You get some freedom. You might buy your time back, but what are you going to do with that time? Even if you buy it back, what do you do with that time? And here's the truth is that if you do not change and become the best version of yourself now, before you hit that number, things aren't going to get any better for you. Because the truth is that money is just a magnifier of your soul, right? It only makes you more of who you already were. If you're a jerk now, you're going to be jerk with more money, just a bigger jerk. <laughs> if, you're, if you're an amazing person now, a giving person, a generous person, even when you don't have a lot of money, you'll be an amazingly generous person when you do. And I don't just mean giving away money. When I talk about being a generous person, I mean giving of your time, your talents, your, of just your listening ear. It could, be, it could be giving your heart to people. It could be given so much more than just money. And I'll tell you, from my own personal experience, it is so much easier just writing a check and giving people money. And in the right, in the right situation, that's great, right? That's an amazing thing to do. But don't stop there. Don't think that that is the only way. So let me give you an example. I've had two very tough Christmases that I can think back on. I've had more than that, but two that pop into my mind, right? Uh, the first one I think about is, is what happened in, in 2015, my first Christmas when I didn't have my family. Guys, you know, I was going through a divorce. It was, it was a tough time. And not having my kids for the first time was just eating at my soul, right? Like it was just such a lonely sad time for me because I'd never experienced that before. I never had a holidays where I didn't have my family, you know, other than when you're single, but it's different, right? When you're single, it's different than when you have a bunch of kids and then you don't have them. And so the best thing I needed, I needed a friend and I had a friend that invited me over said, Hey, you can have the holidays with us. Right. Um, and that meant so much to me, you know, just to be able to enjoy it and you will see their kids open presents. You know, I was kind of like that non-related uncle, so to speak. Guys, that that meant the world to me because you know it didn't fill the void, right? But it made it more bearable than just sitting there, you know, eating ice cream and chips and salsa and getting depressed, which is what I would do. Um, so it was it was nice to have that, right? So you know, is it something where you can actually extend yourself? And they'll say, you know what? Maybe I'm alone for the holidays. Could I invite someone else to allow them to, into my space? You know, and, and just make their day better. Um, another Christmas that comes to mind where I was hurting financially, you know, it's no secret. I told you that, you know, I was over a million dollars in debt during the last recession. Now, during that time, it wasn't just the debt because okay? when you're struggling in that place, and it was really a mental head trip that I was dealing with, right? Because I was supposed to be the guy that had it all figured out. My ego is just getting crushed, right? Because, you know, again, I'm the financial expert and I'm broke, right? Flat broke. Um, so broke to the point where uh, we, we couldn't even really buy food. You know, we were on welfare, right? We were on, you know, we were basically getting food stamps. Um, and I was the guy to teach people to become wealthy, right? Um, this is why I had to turn what I taught around. I couldn't teach people to get out of the rat race because I was back in it. Because not only was it affecting me from all the, the, the lack of passive income coming in, right? Because those income sources had cut off and ran dry. But on top of that, my active income was struggling because I was so stressed emotionally that I wasn't as efficient. I wasn't as effective as I was as a leader, wasn't as effective as I was at you know, helping bring people in. And I didn't know what the heck I was going to teach because I didn't want to be out of integrity. And so that's where I switched the game. I had to switch to teach people about being resourceful, finding cash versus getting out of the rat race because I was back in. Um, once I did that, things got better. But still, I struggled for a good solid year and a half, almost two years, really. Two years where I was less than paycheck to paycheck. Wasn't paying my mortgage. You know, so we're under this threat of foreclosure all the time. 
um, we were under the threat of collectors calling constantly, multiple times a day. They called me more often than my friends did. My friends wouldn't call me that often because it, well, either one, I was ostracizing myself because I didn't want to spread that disease of scarcity to other people, right? So I was creating almost this isolation for myself. And then two, even when I was talking to them, they probably felt a little drained because I was, I was struggling. I was depressed. You know, I was really having a hard time figuring out how to solve these issues. Now, looking back in hindsight and learning what I've learned, the best thing I could have done is reach out and then try to work together and say, here's my situation. I'm going to be vulnerable here. Here's what I have of value. Help me deliver the value to the world, right? That's what I should have been doing. But again, my ego was getting in the way. My ego was being checked. It was deflating like a horrible balloon. It's like, you know, it was just horrible, right? And so as a result, you know, Christmas came around and it was like, we don't even have money for food, let alone gifts. And I remember some neighbors decided to come together. It was, it was a decently affluent neighborhood I was in. And I don't know who the neighbors were, but the neighbors would start and do this little 12 days of Christmas thing, right? They picked our family. Uh, maybe it's because we were, you know, there was a few neighbors that knew our situation. So anyways, it, I think it was multiple neighbors that got together. They never, never revealed themselves, uh, but they started doing the, the 12 days of Christmas. So, you know, obviously, you know, when you start going the first day of Christmas, you know, partridge in a pear tree, you know, that partridge, um, I think it was actually like a candy thing, but then got the two turtle doves, right? Two turtle doves was like two chickens, like two whole chickens that we could cook, right? So we're doing that. Um, I remember the one that really stuck on my mind the most was the eight maids of milking. And someone had delivered eight quarts of milk to our door. And remember, I had a young family at that time. Uh, we only had, uh, at that time, three kids <laughs> at that time. Um, we had three kids. So the oldest was about four years old. Youngest was about two years old, one, one to two years old. So very young family struggling. They didn't know what was going on, but it was rough. Um, I, even at that time, I remember my wife at that time was saying, Chris, maybe I should just take the kids and move in with my sister so you can figure everything out and just get your head on straight. I mean, it was that bad. She was talking about taking the family and leaving, you know? So it was not a good time. It was a dark time for me. But when they did the eight maids of milking, right? And they brought milk. It brought me back to the movie Cinderella Man. If you remember that movie, when he talked about what was he fighting for? And he said he was, and he said milk. And it kind of confused people because he was fighting for food for his family. I was struggling with that. I was actually watching that movie at that time. And so I was brought to tears when I saw that milk show up on our doorstep. Uh, even more so is that it was, it was after a snowy day, I saw footprints after, you know, because of course you don't see who they are. There's, you know, ring the doorbell and run off, right? Well, I saw the footprints, especially the next morning. I saw that the footprints were all the way around the house to our back door or back window uh, where it's by our kitchen, right? And I remember seeing that the footprints were right there. Now that seems kind of creepy looking in hindsight, right? But to me, I was touched because not only was I touched by the milk, but they were seeing us cry. If, if they went around at the same time, we brought the milk in, brought it to the kitchen, and we were crying. It makes me wonder how that made them feel. You know, did that warm their hearts? I hope it did. I hope that the blessings they got were bigger. And that's the truth, guys, that the more we give, the more we receive, right? We get so much more. And it's not just getting money back. There's so many more blessings. There's so much more joy and happiness you have when you give. Now it's Christmas time. It, people always start thinking about giving. My challenge to you is how are we going to give not just at Christmas time, but beyond this time? How are we going to give in January when everybody starts, you know, when everybody stops being charitable again? What are we going to do in January? What about February or March? How about in July? How about in the middle of the year? 
when we're thinking about vacations and doing everything else with our families, are we still thinking about others and how we can deliver and serve? Because the truth is, if people were like my experience, I wasn't sharing that with the public. You know, you can listen to the podcast, even when I was going through a divorce, I wasn't sharing that with the public. I didn't want to depress you. I didn't want to give you, get you into my little hot mess. You know, I was struggling with that very alone, other than maybe a few friends that reached out. By the way, during that time of my divorce, I had a lot more people leave my life because a lot of times during divorces, people love to pick sides, right? I had more people leave than come into my space. The very people I thought were the most, you know, I would say Christ-like people, like most like Christians, were the ones that actually were the most offensive and, and judgmental, were the ones that actually seemed a little rough around the edges, were the most humble and the giving and compassionate people that I've ever met. It completely turned my world upside down of how I viewed people, um, even as how I viewed myself as, am I a true Christian, right? And you can be whatever belief you want to be, whatever that is the best version of you. That's how I believe it. But it blew my mind. And I, and I challenge you to do the same thing is how are you going to be charitable, not just now, but every, every day during the year? Now, of course, at Christmas time, you can be charitable. Uh, my wife and I, we were, we were actually doing experience with our kids. We're not really giving gifts. We're not giving things because... The stuff just clutters our house. It's, it's kind of pointless for the most part. We're giving a few, like a few little gifts per kid, but that's it. For the most part, we're trying to do experiences. So yeah, we're doing sledding. We're doing like hot cocoa movie nights. You know, we're going to see Christmas lights, but we're also doing service too. Um, you know, make things like making kits. You know, there's, there's lots of things you could do where you can make kits for people. Um, we even talked about doing things like sub for Santa, right? Now, obviously there's like giving trees. You can go to stores, you know, local stores. They have those kind of things and that's great. Um, there's also things like United Way. If you go to United Way, they've got lots of opportunities to serve even a family or an individual where you can actually pick them and buy gifts for them. Now, right now, it's almost too late for that, that particular service, right? But who's to stop you from doing it the rest of the year? Even if it's not sub for Santa, could you still sponsor and donate to a family? You know, we had on earlier, back in July, we had on my, my good friend, Heidi Totten, right? She talked about her, her service that she does in Kenya with 100 humanitarians. If you're looking for something that's a great one that you can serve all year long, look up 100humanitarians.org. That's 100, like 100humanitarians.org. Check that out. You can actually get, you know, give food, water, education, uh, and all those kind of things. Um, offer a lot of that. Now, the cool thing I love, and if you go back to that episode, you'll see it, uh, but she talks a lot about making them self-reliant. So not just, you know, being charity cases, but actually help them educate them to become self-reliant. So you don't have to keep giving to those people. Those are my favorite charities. Even better when hundred percent of those donations go to the actual charity, go to the actual people. And it's still hundred percent write-off too, which is always a nice perk, right? You do get those little write-offs at the end of the year. If you're looking for those tax tip, donate, right? So donate to a charity. Um, but again, it doesn't have to be a charity. I, I, I definitely sponsor for this show. I'd sponsor 100humanitarians.org to check that out. But remember, I mean, this could be somebody you know personally. And, and, and that's the thing. Like I told my wife, I said, I want my kids to connect with somebody versus just being a, a, a nameless face, right? Or not even a face, a faceless, nameless, you know, type of thing. It's also good to give to people that there's that connection. And so, um, and I'll tell you, I remember one Christmas, last story, I promise. Uh, one Christmas, this was actually right after I launched Money Ripples, right? I launched it. I didn't have a whole lot of cash from the previous company, we had just got back. I put up most of my money towards paying off that debt, that over a million dollars was paying off, right? I was trying to free up the cash flow like I teach. Well, obviously I'm launching a brand new business. 
you know, I have a two-year non-compete, so I can't even use the same relationship. So it was a slow go. I was making some money, but it wasn't fantastic. I remember a neighbor right across the street, uh, the Ransoms, right? I know they don't listen to the show, but if they are, shout out to them. Um, they didn't disclose who they were, but we kind of figured it out. Uh, gave us this $100 gift card to Walmart, put it in our mailbox, and that was it. We saw it the next day we went to go check the mail. Such a, such a blessing, such a huge gift for us because at that time we needed it. So again, somebody struggling financially, how can you help lift them up, right? You know, I, I love in the Bible, it talks about that the servant is the greatest of all, right? It's not about being the king and a ruler. It's about being the servant. The servant is the one that gets the greatest blessings. How will you give the, not just now, not just this holiday season, but for the rest of your life, give abundantly, you receive abundantly. My challenge to you is to be that example, be that light in this dark world right now where there's so much chaos, so many complaining and so much whiners and so much scarcity. Be that light of abundance. Be that example to lift others up, to change, to be a disruptor in this world, to create that massive ripple effect. That is my challenge for you guys this holiday season and the rest of 2022 and really the rest of your lives. Go make it a wonderful and prosperous life for yourself and others. And we'll talk to you later. Hey! Visit us online at moneyripples.com for more resources to help you fix money leaks and get your money working harder for you now. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.